Are you ready to feel like you just gained a superpower? (laughs) That's what today's episode is going to give you. I'm so excited to tell you about these really, I want to say fun. I mean, I love to make things fun, but it really, really can be so much fun getting into your house and cleaning it once you've figured out some hacks and some systems to make it that much better. Inside of today's episode, I'm going to be telling you about the 10 things that you can clean in less than 10 minutes so that your house can feel super clean without the headache of constantly deep cleaning. Yes, I know. I teach a deep cleaning rotation. And it's one of the most beautiful things that we do on our family. But on top of that, I want you to be able to feel like in the small cracks of your day, you can actually do the thing. You can finally keep up with your house. You can truly live in a house that doesn't look like it's been lived in by pigs. I don't know if you remember the book that my mother always read to me called Jillian, Jillian, Jillian Jigs. It looks like your room has been lived in by pigs. (laughs) But that sometimes is what we all end up feeling like. And I want you to know that it doesn't have to be overbearing. It doesn't have to be overcomplicated. It truly can be just a simple 10 minutes in your day. And that can make all of the difference. That can be this source of change and joy and excitement and really make you feel like you have a superpower, like you are conquering it and you're finally doing it. If you want to know how to get that done, you want to know these 10 things that truly stand alone can be started and completed within 10 minutes, then I say let's get straight into today's episode where I am going to bear it all. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Some of you follow along very closely to my life (laughs) and what I share of it online and in my Facebook group, especially uh, for those of you that are in the academy and you get to know me a little bit more there, actually probably a lot of it more there. Um, You will know that, and, and most of you probably do know, even from just listening to the podcast, that I have just kind of been hunkered down lately um, back at the end of the year before Christmas, I got like a gnarly head cold and then I got better and I was like, yeah. And I went to the gym. It was great. Then we had Christmas. It was great. And, uh, my dad was staying with me and then, uh, we all got a funny little virus that a lot of people are getting and it just like blew through my house. And so I took the time that I needed to honor that and to rest and to feel uh, good and then had been out of the gym for like another two weeks and uh, 
really just unplugged from social media, basically unplugged from cleaning my house, basically unplugged from everything except for just sitting and watching movies on the couch with my kids and my husband and making sure that people had food and all the other naturopathic things that we do. (laughs) All the bone broth, all the stuff, you know, really nourishing ourselves and, and caring a lot about that. And so now that I have kind of been unplugged from just basically everything. I'm really getting back into all my systems and, and it's been really, really interesting to see how much I've been able to accomplish in just really small cracks of my day. And that's a lot of where the inspiration for this podcast episode came from, but this truly kind of has been my thing all along just indefinitely. And it it may have been something that I just picked up on um, over the years. My gut tells me that it's more so probably something that my mother did. Sometimes she listens to my episodes and like, I'll get a text message or something. And she's like, like, I can tell that. And she'll tell me like, oh, I used to do this and I used to do that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's totally where I got it from. But you don't really know those things, you know, like some things you totally know that you pick up from your parents, but other things you don't. Um, and this is one of these things where I feel like and it's just such a disservice for me to not tell you about this because of how unbelievably like, I don't want to say in control, but like, I feel like I've got a really great command of keeping a clean house. Now we're not talking about keeping a tidy house We're keeping about talking about keeping a clean house. And this is this is outside of like that cleaning rotation that we talk about where you're cleaning your toilets and your bathtubs and you're getting your floors clean and your baseboards clean and like you're really getting into it. You're washing your sheets and you're doing this stuff that a typical house cleaner would do. That's not what we're talking about here. I'm going to give you 10 things inside of this episode that you likely are not cleaning right now and probably haven't been cleaned in a really, really, really long time or they just don't get cleaned regularly, and that's totally okay. I'm right there with you. But it's so much easier than you know to actually get these 10 things, and there's probably so many more, right? This is just like my quick list of stuff that I know that gets done very, very quickly from start to finish, 10 minutes. It's not like, I'm definitely not going to tell you your ceiling fans, because guess what? It takes a bazillion hours just to get up there. Like we've got some ceiling fans that are in some real crooked places that I don't even know. If the light bulb ever went out in that thing, we'd have to hire somebody because we have like the most insanely vaulted ceilings. I can't even tell you. I don't even know. They're massive, right? That's like not a 10 minute job. That is not something that I'm going to be able to be like, hey, instead of picking up my cell phone right now, I'm going to go clean the thing. Or, hey, you know what? My kids are really playing well together and I know that I'm cooking dinner and I could probably just sit and rest. But you know what? I'm going to go tackle this thing instead. And so that's what I want you to understand and to know about the beauty of this podcast episode is whenever you go into a certain room or a certain situation or a certain place, I want you to keep these 10 things in the back of your minds to know that this really can be super, super straightforward and simple to get in there and clean these 10 places in just a quick 10 minutes. 
The other fun thing that you can do is you can just set a timer for 10 minutes, write these 10 things down and over the next 10 days, set a timer for 10 minutes each day and go clean them. It's so simple. Here's what you need to be able to clean the majority of all of all 10 of these things. You need an all purpose spray. Um, I've talked about this many a times and just like a rag, right? Or if you're not in that super reusable phase of your life yet, you probably will be by the time you get done hanging out with me on the podcast, or at least that is my hope that the undertone of most of my podcasts will lead you to the not so dark side, but the very bright clean side where we don't buy paper towels anymore. And we don't buy the little pre-made disinfectant wipes to clean our whole house with, right? Like you have a glass bottle that you refill with a concentrate and some water and you make your own all-purpose spray. That is that is the name of the game over here. But either way, no judgment will be passed. You can use your reusable wipes or you can use your all-purpose spray. Whatever it is that you tend to use, that will work great. I love having my all-purpose spray underneath my kitchen counter. I also have one in my cleaning coat tote. And then I have a rag and I've got a bunch of cleaning rags, right? I have them in a couple different places so that it's very quick and easy for me to just be like, Oh, kids are playing. Oh, I'm actually ahead of schedule. Like anytime I find that little crack in the day, I love to make sure that my house feels clean. And let me tell you, the 10 things that I get to clean in a small 10 minute window in my day. The first one are the cupboards. And I don't mean the insides, I mean the cupboard doors, which I hope in our new home that we, funny story about this, that we actually have open shelving. I love open shelving so much. And I actually watch the only time I watch television, I'm watching a design renovation show. Most of the time it's Joanna Gaines. And if it's not Joanna Gaines, it's on the Magnolia Network every single time. There's never been a time that it wasn't. And the design aesthetic is just pretty much the same most of the time. It's always like these older places being re- renovated. And I learned from these historic homes that are being renovated on one show in particular that actually open shelving is the modern term for what used to be called cupboards. <laughs> and that's where we got the word cupboards from. Random, not so needed information that you just gathered from this podcast. But that is your cupboards, right? These things that used to be called cupboards are now open shelving. But until I have open shelving, I will be cleaning my cupboard doors. And if you've ever stood and like looked at your kitchen cabinets or your cupboard doors, right? The the bo- the bottom ones and the upper ones. If you've ever like looked at them from different angles, you will realize. And if you're not as neurotic as me when it comes to one of the other items on this list, I I literally clean my kitchen cupboards, the doors at least twice a month, if not every week. And so this is something that I know just religiously that I can get cleaned in, in like five or 10 minutes. And we have a decent amount of cupboards. I don't have a ton, 
I mean, but there's a good 20 doors, probably more than that, all the bottom and all the top, there's probably a solid 20 doors there. And so I just get out my spray, I spray them all, I wipe them all and we move on. And it's like, oh, that felt great. I got all that done, right? Okay, here's the second thing. The water and ice dispenser just did this one too. Like my goal was to clean the kitchen and it was like, I can't just like clean the kitchen when my kids are, they just like played so well together this weekend. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have time to do all these like little 10 minute things. So I just like kept doing the 10 minute things and six of these ends up being an hour if I'm doing my math correctly, which most of the time I am maybe or not. (laughs) But I started doing lots of these and that's why this episode is so fresh in my brain, right? But the water and ice dispenser, I just pop out the little tray, which I also have decided that I don't want one of these in my new house because <laughs> they're such a pain in the butt to clean. We have really hard water in Arizona. Um, and, you know, I'm sure water softener and all those things would probably help with that. But we don't actually use it very often at all. We have a filtration system that's on the counter. It's like a decanter, a gravity um, filter. And, but for some reason, this thing still gets so dirty. So the exterior of your refrigerator, like your doors and that little ice dispenser that can very easily be cleaned in 10 minutes tops. Right. But when I'm talking, the one that I'm talking about right now specifically is just the water and ice dispenser. Um, so I'll just pop out the little tray. I'll use my all purpose spray on it. And I let that soak for quite a bit. And then I'll wash it out with a really hot rag and any of the parts that I can disassemble. I just spray them really heavily with my um, all-purpose spray and I let them sit in the sink. And then I scrub them um, in like really hot water. And they pretty much are like 98% sparkling clean back to normal. Here's number three. This is like one of my favorites that I'm just dying to know how often do you do this. Your silverware organizer tell me, please someone tell me how the only, the only time you're ever using those things or, or putting them in there is when they're clean. It is the strangest place that crumbs end up at all times. There are like always crumbs in the silverware organizer. Just go look at it right now. You're probably mobile listening to me. Go look in there. There's like sprinkles and cookie crumbles and parts of pasta noodles and crackers. There's things in there and I don't know how they get in there ever. I don't know. So please do yourself a favor and the next time you're unloading the dishwasher and the darn thing is empty or it just has two knives in it, take the two knives out, spend the three minutes. This one only takes three minutes, you guys. Shake it out, spray your all-purpose cleaner in there and wipe it down and then put your silverware back in. Like one of the easiest things. And it's like, honestly, when you start doing these, it's stupid how good it makes you feel. (laughs) It's so dumb, but it is really awesome. Okay, here's number four, your mirrors. Now, I don't use my all-purpose spray for this. I do have a window cleaner, but it's still based off of the same thing. It just has vinegar in it. Um, And then I actually got a Norwex cleaning window cleaner cloth. I will buy those for the rest of my life. They're absolutely amazing. You want to talk about streak free. Those things are rad. 
and it makes cleaning my windows a cinch. But I do remember back in the day when I used paper towels that that did work as well. Uh, so you could just grab your window cleaner and I don't use Windex. I don't, I literally don't have chemicals in my house. Uh, that might be a lie. There might be ones somewhere unbeknownst to me, but like, I don't buy them and my window cleaner is super non-toxic. And then I use my reusable rag. And so I could just go grab that very quickly and I can get most of the mirrors in my house done in about 10 minutes. And that is like one of the greatest feelings when you walk by the mirror and you're like, oh, hi. (laughs) So that's what you look like without sticky fingerprints all over it. Yep, that's it. Even if you only get like the downstairs ones done, you know, and that's probably actually what I'm talking about. We have a lot of mirrors upstairs. The girls, Frankie Joe's bedroom has like a wall of mirrors in it. It's like her favorite thing to clean. I don't actually clean that one all that often. But the rest of them, I get them done in less than 10 minutes for sure. Ooh, here's a really fun one. Number five, your washer and dryer. Mm, What does that mean? I don't mean like you turn on the, you go out and you walk and you push the button for it to self-clean. I don't mean that. I mean, when's the last time you've cleaned like the softener caddy out? And the soap dispenser out. It's nasty. Go look. It's nasty. I bet you. Please come into the Facebook group if you are crazy and you clean those on a regular basis. Because I would love to know. Do you want to know what I miss so much? My mother's washing machine all my life. Big metal. The whole thing was metal. The whole thing. And I can still remember the clank of it. Like I know what it sounds like. But you could open the lid while it was running and water would run like as it was filling up, the water was running and you could take your soap cup and you could rinse the soap out of it and pour it into the drum and you'd have a nice clean cup there. I cannot do that. My stupid washing machine locks the lid like somebody's going to drown in there or something. And so you have to unlock it and it stops the water. And so I get so irritated that my soap dispenser cup is always dirty. And so I'm always cleaning my washing machine. I'm cleaning the lid of it, cleaning the buttons, cleaning the top of it. That thing gets dusty. And so does your dryer. Your dryer gets super dusty too. And so just small purpose spray cleaner, just spray, 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 wipe it all down and you're good to go. It takes literally two seconds. Like you loaded the washing machine. Well, you unloaded the washer, you put it in the dryer, you loaded a new load in the washing machine. Doors are shut. Take 10 minutes to clean your washer and dryer. And then you're going to be like, when your husband comes home, you're going to be like, hey, oh my gosh, do you notice anything new in the laundry room? And he's going to be like, no. (laughs) And then you're going to be like, well, duh, I cleaned them. Can't you tell? And you're going to be so excited to tell him like I am. And he's just going to be like, oh yeah, babe, good job. (laughs) Just like Blaine does. Oh my gosh. If you could only be a fly on the wall in this house. All right, here's the next one. Kitchen chairs. This one, I promise you there's something that got spilled that ran down one of your kitchen chairs and then hardened almost like glue. And it has like a little nub at the bottom of it where it just like sat there and it dried and it needs you to clean it one day 
in a 10 minute window of opportunity that needs you <laughs> quite badly. We just switched over to metal chairs and they're so easy to clean. I absolutely love it. If you have cushions, like seat cushions, throw them bad boys in the washing machine, get them going, spray all your chairs down, wipe them and move on with your life and give yourself a big pat on the back. Here is number seven. Oh, this one's not fun, but it really only does take like two seconds behind the toilets. Look, we clean the toilets on a regular basis, but it is literally only me that will actually clean the floors all the way behind the toilets. It's like I need to create an SOP for how to clean a toilet around here because that seems to never get done. Maybe it's because I'm the most limber person in this house. Bling doesn't bend like that. And it's a real crooked place to get to. It's like a small little crack of a place. Maybe that's why. But every once in a while, I'm like, oh, that just needs to be done. So I go grab my all-purpose spray and I grab my dirty rags. I have like rags that we use for like grimy things that we don't mix with other stuff since I don't use paper towels. And I just spray that and I wipe it up and I move on with my life and it's amazing. You should make yourself do that this week because it's probably one of the things that has the most relief. You know when something's really dirty and you clean it and it looks amazing, then you're like, yeah, buddy, that was awesome. Number seven behind the toilet is definitely one of those things. All right, number eight. This is what I like to call touch points. I feel like lately touch points, I'll explain what that means in a second, have been cleaned like at least once a week around here. And your touch points are just basically your high traffic touch areas. So all your light switches, your remotes, your cell phones, um, doorknobs, refrigerator handles, microwave handles, the coffee maker, uh, the water dispenser, the pantry door, all those high touch points where you know people are going and they're touching regularly. That's a quick 10 minute job. It truly is so easy. And the coolest thing about it is I literally just take my all purpose spray and I go around. So think of it as like, say you have 10 of them and it's like a one through 10 loop. I go and I spray number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, all the way. And I spray all of them. And then I go back through and I wipe all of them. And so I basically just do that like one through 10 loop, even though it could be five things, it could be 25 things, right? But it's just as an example, I go through that loop twice and it's done. And I've really gotten into a groove now with what that kind of like looks like. And sometimes like whenever we were all sick. We had five people in the house. My dad was staying with us. He got sick. Blaine got sick. Frankie got sick. I got sick. And then Bailey got sick, which normally never, ever, ever happens. Uh, but it just, I think, was the nature of what it was that we had. And um, <laughs> I was like, we have got to clean touch points. So I feel like every day I was going through and cleaning all these touch points. That's probably an exaggeration, but that's just one of the things that I really liked to clean often. And if you don't do that, that's a great time to do that is when people are sick and you're trying to keep it from spreading through your house. Now I know I just gave a horrible example of that because I was doing it like almost every day and we all got sick, but 
I honestly, Bailey had just been sick and I had just been sick. And that's what I thought my dad had gotten from us. I didn't realize it was a new thing. And so I was real lax on that. Most of the time we don't get, we don't transfer what somebody has to somebody else. Sometimes the girls pass it back and forth to each other because they sit and they play with each other. But this like touch point kind of system that I have, uh, it it's really, really quick and it makes a huge difference. And again, like if you haven't done this ever, it's not something you do when people are sick, that's okay. Do it anyway, right? Like those are places that will typically get pretty grimy. The other places are sterile. If you haven't, and that's one of our high touch points, I mean, in that kind of loop that I do is our stair rail. And it's like so grody when I haven't done it in, I don't know, a month or so. It's like absolutely disgusting how dirty, even just the walls, like I get down where my kids are and I can see right where they are constantly hanging their fingers around the edge of the corner when they go around the wall and they touch the wall or where they are using their hands to touch the door. And it's just like the whole bottom half of the door is grody. So it's those high touch points, right? That if you just take 10 minutes to look at one spot, you're going to see where is it the most gross, dirty, brown, like it will change colors. And you know, that's a high touch point. Start committing those to memory. And then you can just go through and you can do this high touch point kind of cleanup in less than 10 minutes. It's super quick. Okay. Number nine is your trash can. When's the last time you ever cleaned your trash can? (laughs) Yeah. So I have like these really cute decorative trash cans. They're not even supposed to be trash cans, but they are. Um, And so what I typically do is I'm cleaning under the trash can, around the trash can, like the wall where the trash can sits, that kind of thing. Um, And then we do have some trash cans where the insides of them, I like to clean them out. And I'm talking about your inside, your house trash cans. And that can honestly just take a really quick 10 minutes. But if you have a normal like plastic trash can that you put your plastic bag in, it's still probably really dirty inside there. And it truly will only take you 10 minutes to clean that bad boy out. I guarantee you that you will feel like you are winning at life if you get your trash can cleaned out for the first time and heaven only knows how long. All right, here is number 10 and then we're going to wrap this up. Um, These are your appliances. So I absolutely love so much cleaning out my appliances, except for my oven, which is probably why my fire alarms go off all the time because I never clean my oven. And it's because I haven't found an oven cleaner that is non-toxic that I really trust and love. (laughs) We tried to do a self-clean on the oven, you guys, and it literally like, it was so bad. It was really so bad. That needs to, I need, I need someone to come and tell me what their non-toxic oven system is like ASAP. But honestly, our appliances, so like the coffee maker, the espresso machine, the um, refrigerator, the microwave, the top of the stove, the stove top, like the actual stove top itself. And then my blender, whenever it's out, I always keep that stowed away, but my blender is some kind of grody as well. It's just like, I'm always whipping up a smoothie and lo and behold, it doesn't always get wiped down. And so I try and make sure that every once in a while I'm like, oh yeah, I have 10 minutes. Let me go clean my appliances. And the other thing too, is not just like, oh, I have 10 minutes. It's about 
like putting your phone away and also when you're in the space, like it's always in the kitchen, right? But not always. If I'm in my bedroom or I'm somewhere where there's high touch points or I'm in my room and I see my mirrors are dirty, I just don't make excuses for why I'm going to do it later. I just pick up the rag, I pick up the spray, and because I make them so accessible to me, it's really easy for me to do this over and over and over again. I just grab them and I do this, I pick one of these, whatever one it is. Oh, I'm in my bedroom and my mirrors need to be cleaned. Boom, grab it, clean this mirror, clean that mirror, clean that mirror, clean that mirror, and we're done. We're putting it away and then I just go right back to the thing that I was doing. And that's the way that you can, and I believe you should be integrating these little micro parts of cleaning around your house so that you really do feel like you've got it together. There's no real science other than that to it. Um, But I really do hope that you come over inside of the Facebook group and you tell me which of these you try or even challenge yourself to just do one every day for the next 10 days. I think that would be really, really fun. Or just do one a week, you know, and see where it takes you. But I know and I believe that you absolutely do have the power to manage all of the things that you're managing. And I know that sometimes it seems super overwhelming. It's little things like this that truly will make a difference. So I love that you listen to this podcast, but what I would love even more is if you would go into your life and you would apply it actually use the information that you're learning. I'd use it in my life every single day. Everything that I bring to you on the podcast is real and true in my life and it can be real and true in yours. All right. It has been so fun hanging out with you from behind my mic and I will catch you right back here on the very next episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, If today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.